Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. I haven't got all day. 869-1240. Time to get busy. This is Sports Daily on KFH. Your new radio home for K-State Athletics, 97.5 and 1240 KFH. It's that time, Sports Daily, getting all the inside information on Kansas State. Let's go now to the voice of the Wildcats, Wyatt Thompson. Okay, welcome back, everybody. It's Sports Daily on this Friday. Tommy Castor, Paul Savage, Jad Chambers producing the show. We're going to revisit our conversation about the Shockers basketball game last night a little bit later on in the program. But right now, joined by the voice of the Kansas State Wildcats, Wyatt Thompson, here on the program. Happy Friday, Wyatt. Do you guys, uh, you guys getting any snow up there in Manhattan? We've got a lot of snow here in Wichita right now. That's, that's what I heard. I just talked to your fine producer, and he said you've got a pretty good little uh, snowstorm going there. And to be honest, we're just getting a few flurries now, but I think they're expecting to get somewhere between a dusting and a couple of inches. I think in our particular area, uh, they're not totally sure what we're going to get. I think the bigger storm's coming Monday into Tuesday. Well, absolutely. Let's start with the big news in uh, college football that relates to Kansas State. Will Howard last night makes the decision to go to Ohio State University. He's going to join the Buckeyes and Ryan Day. You know, Wyatt, it's been a really interesting journey for Will Howard after he entered the transfer portal. Speculation that he might be going to USC. And then he was, you know, one of the last premier quarterbacks to make a decision on where he was going to play next season. What do you think about this move? Do you like it for Will Howard? Is it a, is it a good landing spot, do you think? I think it is a pretty good landing spot for him, honestly. And I don't know that I felt the same way about the USC situation. I, I just don't know that he was really a, a big-time fit for what Lincoln Riley has done in the past and has had in the past. You may or may not agree with that, but that was just my first thought. You know, I, I think with Ohio State, he's going to a place where he's closer to home. I don't know how important that might be to him because I don't think it's all that big a deal. But he's going to a really good football team, and with his experience, uh, I think he could enjoy a lot of success there. They <laughs> they have a really good football team and program, as you know, so I, I think it'll be okay for him. I really do. You know, Wyatt, I've got to ask the question, is it a six- or seven-digit deal that he's getting at NIL? How much is it taking to get question. him to go to – how much is it taking to get him to Ohio State? I don't mean to be, you know, curt with this, but by golly, yeah. sometimes I, I'm curious. You know what I mean, Wyatt? Well, I think we all are, Paul, to be honest, and I, I, I kind of get it. But I wish I had the answer for okay. you. All right. Uh, all right. What, what, I would, what I would tell you is would be only a guess. Don't know that I want to do that, but okay. let's just have fun with this for sure. a second. Sure. 
Sure. Do you think it's more six or closer to seven? I think I, it's closer I, to I seven. It, do you really? I really do. I, I, yeah, I think it could be. Um, I just don't have a real feel for that. Uh, originally, when he went into the portal, you know, he was one of the first guys, of course, and one, one of the first guys that was talked about nationally, uh, even kind of in the in the early lead on those boards um, with uh, quarterbacks available. And there have been so many land in other right. spots first. And I, I just kind of wonder if he – this is just me thinking out loud here. I, I know Will is a really smart young guy, and I think he probably took his time through this. And I do think uh, that he thought about the NFL process too. Um, but but I think this will all end out. If I'm guessing, I'm going to – this is totally, totally, totally a guess. Right. I'm going to say maybe somewhere between a half and, and one million. That, that's just a guess. Well, you yeah. know something, and I only wish him well. And by by the way, I, I think it's wonderful that he's getting it. And the only reason I said, you know, the seven-digit thing, that this is Ohio State, how Ohio State wants to be in these championship games – and, you know, I, I saw two reports yesterday as this news was coming out, two separate reports that said he's the number one, you know, quarterback in the portal at this point and is expected to be the number one quarterback in the portal. And a place like Ohio State, they don't like not being in the championship game, do they? I mean, that's just that's yeah. that, that's who they are. And they'll do whatever it takes. Number one quarterback in the portal tells me that he's going to be in demand. And uh, Ohio State going to Ohio State, that tells it's, – it's not like they are not without funds. Would that be a safe assumption, Wyatt? Oh, my goodness, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely true. And, and, and you know, I, I think every place that really had interest in him, you could probably say that about. That's just, that's just kind of the world we're living in right now. And I would say and add this, guys, I, I don't know how you feel about this, but it's a little bit stunning with the number of quality quarterbacks that were in the portal this time. And I'm sure yeah. it's for varying reasons, whether it's K.J. Jefferson, uh, who ends up going to UCF, which affects our league, of course, uh, Dylan Gabriel going from Oklahoma to Oregon, and, and of course, many others. But, man, it just, <laughs> it, it just it, you know, there, I, guess, I guess at the end of the day, we're talking about opportunity and, or maybe I should say money and opportunity, right. as opposed to opportunity and money. Maybe that's the reality of it. Yeah. And, you know, Wyatt, I think my last question when it comes to Will Howard, and, and you've had a chance to follow him and watch him call a ton of his games over his career. You know, there's a lot of talk that he could potentially be an NFL-type guy. So him going to Ohio State, number one, is yeah. going to raise his profile. But number two, what do you think is lacking in Will Howard's game to make that jump from college to the professional level? I would probably say that from just what I've heard from, you know, coaches and what, what a lot of people might, might think, I think he brings so many things to the table, but the one thing that will probably always be questioned with will is the arm strength. Would you agree with that, Tommy? I mean, yeah. I think that's yeah. what I think that's most right. people say. I think he's got really, really good football smarts. Uh, he now has experience. I think he is the type of low maintenance kid, if you will, meaning not much ego that he's going to go in there and he's going to work his tail off this winter and be ready for spring and, and into the fall of next year. And I think he'll win a lot of football games, but they're going to win a lot of football games, period. But, <laughs> you know, they, um, it's really been interesting if you, if you watch all of this, when, you know, 
Harbaugh was playing in the national championship game, and there for a while he couldn't coach a lick. Why? Because he couldn't beat Ohio State. <laughs> now, now he's beaten him. Yep. Now he's pretty smart. <laughs> now it works, right? Yep. Yeah, isn't that amazing? Isn't that amazing? When yeah. you look, uh, you know, and, and why, while I, while we've got you on on this show right now, I think I need to ask you about. Uh, Monday night's playoff game. You know something? Now, this is just for me. I'm speaking just for me. But I haven't been this excited about a particular football game in a long, long time, and uh, even the championship games. But this game somehow with Harbaugh and and what's gone on with Spygate and all the stuff going on with, you know, stealing Mm -hmm. signals and all this going on and – and 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 the Pac-12 going out of business, baby. And here it is. They may win a national championship as they turn yeah. out the lights. And I find this is this is once in a lifetime kind of stuff. Your thoughts on this particular game? Your thoughts on these two teams in particular playing in the national championship? Well, I'm really excited to watch the game because I think you'd have. Well, first of all, let me maybe back up and say. I thought both of the semifinal games were really competitive, really yes. good games. And oh, they as were a great. fan, how great was that, oh, right? I oh. mean, how great was that? Now you yeah, just hope wonderful. that you have a similar game in the finals, and I think we will. I've been asked uh, a few times in interviews over the last few days since the semis, who do I pick and why? And the very first one I did, uh, I said Michigan, but only slightly. And when I hung up, I thought to myself, did I pick the right team? <laughs> because I think I really love Michael Penix and his ability to throw the deep ball probably better than anybody uh, playing in college football right now, with all due respect to everyone else. So I think that's kind of what everybody has seen. Uh, I, I think both teams are physical and tough. Um, I, I just, I guess I'm going to stay with Michigan because I do think they may just, I'm just, I'm just saying across the board, maybe just slightly better. But would it stun me if Washington won the game? Absolutely not. I, I think they're easily uh, two of the best five teams or six teams in the country, and I think they've proven it. Well, I'm gonna, I just want to throw out to you that what people don't realize, and I know people don't understand offensive line play. You, you do. You, you've been around K-State. You know how important it is. Listen, Wyatt, Washington has one of the best offensive lines in the country. From tackle to tackle, this is one of the best offensive lines. It's physical. It is skilled. It moves its feet. It protects its quarterback. And when you have a quarterback like Pennick, I mean, this this kid is the real – this kid is an NFL quarterback. And I'll bet he'll be an an NFL quarterback his rookie year. He's that quality of an athlete. He could light up Michigan for 400 yards. I mean, that is possible. If if he gets protection, he will light up. Michigan for 400 yards. So it comes down to, of course, the defensive line for Michigan. But man, I, I, I just I look at that offensive line. I think they're as good as anyone as a packaged unit in the entire country. Well, how good do you think? And, and I'm not arguing with you in any way, shape, or form. But how good do you think Michigan is depth-wise in their offensive line? Their best guy broke his leg in two places oh, in yeah. the Ohio State game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and here they are. Yeah, and here they Here's are. Here's what I would also add to to your thought because. Uh, Again, I think we're talking about two high-level teams here. That, that's the obvious that's, that's part. Right. But, but I think the Michigan quarterback is, is a winner. I, he's probably clearly not as skilled as, as Penix. But I like McCarthy, don't you? I mean, he just, mm. just kind of makes plays. Yeah. Here's yeah. what I do. Yeah. Two, two thoughts. And it all comes down to running backs. I think Blake Corum is unbelievably good. 
and I'm concerned about the health of the running back at Washington because he was dinged up late in that game. That could be somewhat significant. But I will say this. I wish the Chiefs had those two Washington receivers. <laughs> oh. You think? <laughs> they got to do They got to do everything that they can to try to get that Roma Dunze guy. That guy is oh, absolutely oh, phenomenal. Oh, my God. Oh. We're talking to Wyatt Thompson. Yeah, talking we are. Thompson, voice of the Wildcats here on Sports Daily. Let's get back to Kansas. The other big news uh, with the football program the last couple of days, Connor Riley uh, officially named offensive coordinator for the Wildcats and then Matt Wells, former Texas Tech head coach, comes in as the co-offensive coordinator. Break that down for us, Wyatt. What does that mean as far as the way that they divvy up responsibilities, the way that Chris Kleiman looks at these two guys? What will their responsibilities be, kind of the way that things roll moving forward with the offense with these two guys? Well, I think we talked briefly last week um, about the job that, that Connor Riley did. And I think by his own admission, he felt like play calling wise, um, the third quarter wasn't his strength, but for the rest of the game, I thought he was really good in his first time. I, I think you guys would probably concur with that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think he's a fantastic football coach from the standpoint of, you know, his position and the development of those guys that we've seen here in his five years here. And I don't just mean Cooper Beebe. I, I think if you look at those guys just rave about how far KT Leviston came in his time. Uh, same with Hayden Gillum. And we've got some younger guys coming in that I, I think are going to continue to, you know, keep moving that tradition forward. Um, and I won't start naming a bunch of guys, but just suffice it to say, there are a few that they're really, really um, enjoying coaching right now. And their time's coming. I, I feel like to try to hone in on everything you talked about there I love it from this perspective. I think you've got an O-line coach who's ready to be a coordinator, who has an intense understanding of run game. And then you hire a quarterback's coach who has a, who's been a head coach who has worked with some very, very fine young people over the course of his time. Uh, I don't think he was given a real fair shot as the head coach at tech. I mean, nobody gets fired in in after two years, right? That's just wrong. But, but anyway, he, he is a guy who I think will help Avery and will help K-State in the pass game. So in combination, for me, that's what it's all about because those coaches are going to tell you, hey, you know, like, like with Colin. Colin was the offensive coordinator for the majority of this past season, but he was the first to say how much input he was getting from all of those other guys, including Connor Riley. So I, I'm looking at this as I, I think it's a, a good, good. How's that? Good, good. I think Matt Wells is a yeah. really good coach. Wow, that's that's good to hear. And 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 you know, I know this may be a little premature. And I, and forgive me, I don't I don't mean to put you on the spot. How's recruiting no, going? Yeah. What what are you hearing? What are you hearing? What's the word? What's the word on the street? How's this recruiting <laughs> well, they, class coming along as you see it today? Well, they like what they have committed so far, and and everybody would say that, and I understand that, but. I think they address some needs um, at receiver and continue to do so. Um, maybe at depth at running back after losing Treshawn Ward. I think they, they did that um, to a degree. I, I think they got a couple of guys that uh, are, are, I guess what I would say, kind of like the Julius Brents, Kobe Savage kind of types that could literally walk in here and start from day one. So that's a good thing. And then they continue to add some pieces uh, with 
again, I go back to the offensive line. Those two Kansas kids, man, can play. <laughs> and they're in time, they're going to be really good guys to add to the guys I didn't mention earlier, like John Pastore and some of those kids. So um, I, I know that they have had some young people on campus this week. Um, I think they've made some offers to some young guys and are hopeful that K-State will fit that uh, for those guys. And I just think this is just me talking here, uh, just me. Um, I think with all of the good things that have happened here uh, and, and the fact that you can sell Avery Johnson to a wide receiver, oh. they should probably get one or two to help, don't you think? Oh, gosh, yes. Oh, yeah. No. yeah. And, and, you know, yeah. Wyatt, you mentioned a- Avery Johnson, obviously, when you were talking about Matt Wells, and it seems to me that – you know, and and the development of Avery Johnson seems to me that that's a huge reason why Matt Wells is now with Chris Kleiman. And we know that, that Kleiman yeah. has, you know, his history of developing quarterbacks and his career and what that looks like. But number one, you know, Matt Wells is a former head coach at two different places, probably wants to be a head coach again. And so if he comes to Kansas State and can help develop Avery Johnson, that's going to look really good for him to maybe go somewhere else eventually and be a head coach uh, down the road again. And then, of course, with the development of Avery Johnson, that's just going to make the Kansas State offense that much better, I would think. So it seems to me that this is a match that really makes a ton of sense just due to the fact of where Avery Johnson is right now in his career and where he could be. Oh, Tommy, that's perfectly said. I I, I mean that sincerely. I think that's a great take because – I think, Matt, if, if, if you really kind of study some, and I know some people on social media put, uh, you know, Jordan Love, the Packer quarterback out there and things like that. Yeah. And, you know what? You say what you want, but numbers don't lie, right? I think he walks in here knowing that, uh, you know, he's got a special piece in Avery. Uh, that That's that's really, really good. Um, I, I just think that uh, you're probably also accurate in that, you know, the guy's good enough that he'll be a head coach again at some point. Will it be a year down the road or two? That that's the unknown factor there. But I I just I know this. I, I've had conversations with with Coach Kleiman uh, about Matt Wells over the course of time, from the time he got the job at Texas Tech through you know him um, being announced here, and you know you always want to put together a staff that you know is going to work hard and do things the right way and are going to be really high level uh, at what they do. And I, and I, I think Matt fits all of those, those marks. Yeah. Hey, uh, Tommy, you mind if I move to basketball? I'd, I got, yeah, I'd go like it. to get to a little bit of basketball, you know, uh, just a couple of weeks ago, Wichita state and, and, and K state played uh, in Kansas city and, and Wyatt, you know, I don't think I've talked to you since that particular game, but I just wanted to get your take because you're so highly thought of. You know, for me, it's always been important that KU and K-State both play Wichita State. And it looks like we're going to have a meeting of the minds between two head coaches who have coached with each other at Baylor at the same time, who like each mm-hmm. other, respect each other. It looks like to me K-State and Wichita State want to play some games in the future. I hope they do. I hope they get that done. How important is it to you to have K-State playing a team like Wichita State, the only other Division Three uh, or Division One team uh, between the three teams in the state of Kansas, how important it is to you to see that game for Kansans? Well, I think that's the key right there at the end of what you said. For, this has always been, guys, and you know this. I mean, you don't have to be here very long to understand the history of of these three schools in basketball, right? Right. 
I mean, it's, it's just kind of what it is. This has always been kind of known as a basketball state. It's gotten better in football with, with Kansas State and Kansas. There's no doubt. But I think when you look at the, the history of these programs, uh, that's what stands out. Coaches, players, you know, commitment, facilities, uh, results, <laughs> all of those things are what they are. And and so I have always felt that that's a good thing when they're playing. And why not? It's different now too with with the Shockers being the in the American. Um, from my perspective, at least, I mean it's it's such a good league, and we're going to get a look at UCF here coming up. And they they had been in that league, and I think they're, you know, this league is stacked, and they're nine and three, and nobody's talking about them. And I suppose, you know, they could struggle in the league, but in studying them. Um, they have length. They have depth um, in their wins. They're getting 30 points on average from their bench. I mean, so so that league is good is the point. And and um, I, I just don't see any downside like like some perceive that that it was when Wichita State was in the valley or whatever. I just I just see it a different way now. You know, going back to Wildcat basketball in the non-conference, and we talked about the Wichita State game a couple of weeks ago. The final non-conference game, Chicago State, earlier this week where, you know, the Wildcats, you know, they struggled for a while in that game before being able to yep. pull away and, and get the victory. You know, it's, it's not been – it's been a non-conference that has not been lacking in drama, I guess would be the, the word that I would okay. use. No Naquan. You know, we know about Quez Glover and, and the fact that it looked like he was going to be ready to go for conference play. Now that's not going to happen. But yet you look at it, Wyatt, and you, you look at their record as non-conference is done and they're 10 and three. And, you mm -hmm. know, I, I could easily go back and look at a few games where they could have lost and they could easily be eight and five or seven and six or something like that. Yet they're 10 and three. What does that tell you? Number one, about the composition of this team. And really, what does it tell you about the way that Jerome Tang is coaching this team through all the issues to where they enter Big 12 play with a record of 10 and three? Well, you covered a lot there, and I'm I'm excited to talk about this because I think you can look at it in a lot of different ways. But I, I think first and foremost, aside from the Nebraska game here, I think K-State, just in terms of what I thought they could potentially accomplish, they're probably pretty close to, to what I thought. I, I thought they would beat Nebraska here and be 11-2, and two, uh, if I'm being honest, or in that vicinity. I think what you have is a situation where you do have a coach who's really working uh, with this staff diligently to, to, you know, bring these guys along much like he did last year's team. But this team is different than last year in, in, in that they don't have the explosive scoring and the athleticism and the, you know, the probability of, of Keontae and Marquise. And yet I, I think we've seen stretches against some of the better teams that when K-State is playing well, they're more than capable. Um, but then we've seen like what you described perfectly with Chicago State that, you know, would lead some people to be concerned. You know, it is concerning that they're shooting just 30% as a team from three, as one example. It's a good thing that what they've done for, for, for my money <laughs> uh, in rebounding the basketball compared to what they were a year ago. So, you just have to keep grinding. And I think this is a team that, first and foremost, I think Coach really likes these guys. They're, I think they're all cut in, and, and they're going to they're gonna fight and compete. But they, 
I guess all of that said, they just have to be more consistent in, in everything they're doing. And, and he knows it. They know it. You know it. I know it. We all know it. <laughs> How's that? That's excellent. One more short question will get you out of here. Listen, Wyatt, I could I could hog you all day and keep you on this show for the entire thing, but I know you can't do it. I wish I could, but that's the way it goes. Last question, I want to get you out of here. About two or three weeks ago, uh, I asked you a question about uh, who you like in the Big 12, and you gave me an answer that had about six teams. <laughs> and so I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to say, is there anything that has made you narrow this down? If you had to pick the three teams, three teams, three teams okay. that you like competing for a Big 12 championship in basketball this year, any luck on, on, on narrowing that down, Wyatt? Well, yeah, I, I think you can do that. Um, and, and if we're just judging through the non-conference, okay, and you're making me pick three, um, you have to you have to start with Kansas just based on their track record, All right. don't you? I yeah. mean, they're, oh, they're, they're twelve yeah. and sure. one. Yeah. Sure, sure. They've they've played a really good schedule. Uh, I think next you have to go with Houston, right. and I don't think most people would be real surprised with that. And. The next team that I'm going to say may surprise you a little bit, and that's BYU. But but because, yeah. uh, you know, I back in back in the old days, I, I I'm pretty familiar with BYU and how they play basketball and how tough it is to play at the Marriott Center and all of that. They have a really good coach, they have a really good fan base, and the most important part is is they they have length and they can shoot the dog out of the three. I think they are really yeah. a good team, and they are going to be dangerous in this league. Wow. So I just picked two teams that are newcomers. How dumb is that? Or uh, yeah. is that? I don't think Love it's that. that dumb. I don't think it's that Love crazy. That. But, uh, but so, teams are good. <laughs> Houston is really good defensively, guys. And I mean, they are um, – well, you guys know. You saw them well, in the American – they are. They beat you up. Yeah, they're good. Yeah. Well, that coaching staff. Yeah. What do you expect? That's how they got to the bank. Is with defense. <laughs> well, that's yep. true. You know, they used to say when Frank was here, Frank Martin, that uh, K State's best offense was uh, going to get an offensive rebound because they weren't going to make enough shots. But <laughs> they get a ton of offensive rebounds and putbacks, and they're like that to a degree. They uh-huh. they really guard. They really rebound. They have some depth. Um, and and, and boy. <laughs> They have talent too. That's that's the other factor, yeah. and they play so hard. Yep. Well, Kansas State their Big 12 play tomorrow against. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 
After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. UCF at home. It's a five o'clock tip. Wyatt, you're going to be on the call. What are we expecting for the call? What are you expecting from the game? Anything that uh, we want to point out before we we get that game going? Well, I do think, like I said before, UCF is probably a little bit better athletically than than I thought they might be studying here in the last few days for the game. They do have a lot of length. I'll give you an example. Omar Payne is their starting five man. He's six ten and two thirty, but they've got a couple of guys come off the bench in Ibrahima Diallo and also Tierno Silla. Both of those guys are, you know, seven foot six eleven. Um, and th- and then their guard play has been their their point guard is not a scorer. He's more of a distributor, just kind of rock solid kind of guy. It comes down for them, uh, I think, to make shots. They're not the best shooting team, uh, but if they make shots, and, and I guess a lot of people could, could say, hey, he's describing K-State too. Um, so it's all about, at the end of the day, you can talk all you want, but it's all about putting that basketball through the goal. And, and uh, I think tomorrow it's, you hope K-State's the, the better at that. Five o'clock tip-off, four o'clock pregame. You'll be able to hear Wyatt and all the action right here on KFH. Looking forward to it, Wyatt. As always, thanks for your time. We appreciate it. Have a great call tomorrow. Thanks a lot, guys. Great talking to you. Happy New Year, man. Happy New Year to you as well. It's Wyatt Thompson, Kansas State Wildcats, here on Sports Daily. If you missed any of it, make sure to go back, uh, kfhradio.com or on the free Odyssey app and hear all of that interview. We're going to step aside when we come back. We'll get back into our conversation that we had at the beginning of the show about Shocker basketball falling last night to North Texas inside Coke Arena. We'll do that on the other side. I'm Tommy Castor along with Paul Savage and Jad Chambers. Sports Daily Cup. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.